for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the womb, but they don't share opinions. Welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it out of the uh, largest internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. Look for Twin TwinTalkCast Radio because that's how we roll. We want to welcome you here this week. We have a fantastic show this week. Tonight with us, uh, uh, Victims Advocate, founder of FineLine.com, the fine or FineLine.com, and a survivor of a mass shooting in Santa Monica College, which is it is a year ago this week. Deborah Fine's going to be with us tonight talking about her survival ah. and what she has done, what it has motivated her to do to help other people. Yeah. With us tonight. Awesome show. Also, I just survived something too, but we'll talk about that later on. <laughs> uh, uh, also, we're going to have the cool punk pop all girl chick band, Frantic Ginger. We're going to have Tasha Jones and Nikki Tedesco here later on. They're releasing their, their CD on Friday the 13th, this mm. Friday. Awesome. But they brought some tracks, and we're going to play, and we're going to talk to them, and, and we're going to check it out. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Well, I dig it when girls rock. Also, tonight, uh, we are going... Like my wife. Tonight, oh, Angel's Baby, gonna, you rock. Angel, Angel's <laughs> dropping his chill lounge. Also, um, I'll be talking about my... I will be having my pay trip pass, which is the segment in which I have an opportunity to rant. Um, mostly... Rent, also rent, because rent, I want to, you know, express myself, but mostly because I believe it is time that we all remember that our First Amendment uh, right is protected by a constitution and that if we don't practice it, we will lose it. Also tonight, as we do every week out of Telemundo and NBC um, with news and dirty laundry and all the current stuff, uh, Jackie Casa is going to be with us tonight. Jackie, what do you have for us tonight on news and dirty laundry? Hey guys, tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, several shootings in the last week all on the West Coast. Uh, Details on those awful tragedies. Uh, also, a graduation pick has the online world all riled up. I'll tell you why that is. Uh, and finally, fellas, listen up. I'm here to confirm you that yes, size does matter. Uh, <laughs> but not always. I'll tell you when it does. All that and more on News and Dirty Laundry uh -huh. coming up. And only we have Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry, so stay tuned. And the size, that. too, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's bringing it. I can't wait for the News and the DL today, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here we go again. Another week of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. What were you going to say, Angel? What did we have last week? You're asking me? You're the one who wants to talk about it. Go last ahead. week, uh, <laughs> make sure that... All our shows are on are podcasted on our website at 
TwinTalkCast.com. Just scroll down, hit previous podcast, and there they are. Just scroll to your heart's content. Last week, we had a call-in from uh, deported veteran Hector Barajas. He is with the... Uh uh, what is it? Banished veterans and deported veterans, or something like that. He is a veteran of our uh, of our military who was deported, and he helps assist those in uh, uh, who have been deported for various reasons, to help them acclimate. And he's also working toward a um, you know uh, a solution to get them at least their veterans benefits. Hey, in short. They're deporting our veterans, eh? And he talks about that. Uh, about that. So listen to no, our no, podcast. No, eh? and, and let's make it clear, though. You said in short, they're deporting our veterans. They're not deporting our veterans. They are. Well, what are the, these vatos? Eh? Yeah. Unfortunately, they did break the law. They're and they're, and, and <laughs> these are veterans who got in trouble with the law and hadn't hadn't uh, um, uh, made themselves permanent residents or citizens. Of the of the country, and so there is a controversy as to whether or not, you know, they should be offered, uh, you know, citizenship merely be, immediately, uh, automatically for being veterans. Let me tell you, a eh, like if it's more complicated than that. Like if you were my neighbor and I never really liked you, a eh, because you played your music too loud at night or something like that, uh-huh. and uh, no big deal, a eh, but you know you kept your side in the of the yard and I kept my side of the yard. No big pedo, you know. But you came over one day because somebody was raiding my house, and he helped me out. I, I, I got to know where I, you're going. Where are you going with this? Later on, you know, you could play your music all loud, eh? You where, know, where are you going I, with I let this? that what one go. Ha- what does this have to do it's with It's the that same is? thing. It's like these these <laughs> these battles, they went to war, like, you know, the Gulf, uh, you know, Iraq, uh, Vietnam, different wars where, yeah, yeah they, so, put their, they put their lives for for. For the you know the homeland, so what your saying, homeland. So what you're saying is what if, they consider their homeland. So once I back you up, you should have Orale, my back. Yeah, I got your back right away, man. So that's the controversy. Hector Barajas called in. He has a home. He is the founder of a home for deported veterans, that uh, you know people who were part of the military and somehow or another had never um, made permanent their resident status in the United States, and then eventually got in trouble by the law, and they... All right, eh? You said it already. <laughs> so that's what's going on. So also last week, uh, we had, uh, because there's so much controversy with the recent... Talk about a veteran. Uh, the recent release... With the recent release and or trade of top five um, Taliban terrorists for... Um, the controversial um, Bo Bergdahl, the soldier who um, is reported to have deserted. And so uh, the complicated nature of this, we called upon our friend and Middle East expert, Fox News contributor, blogger, and author, and now documentary filmmaker, Lisa Deftari, who called in. We had a great conversation with her. Please check it out on TwinTalkCast.com. She just lays it out, makes it very easy for us to understand all the time. I dig it, eh? Because that was a lengthy uh, 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 conversation with Lisa Daftari. But I'll tell you, you know, I wouldn't she, say la- lengthy. I would say it was a full. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Well, it was lengthy. Then people think, oh God, it was long. Okay. Well, you're, it was replete with information. Very. I like the first one better. It was a full. It was very and very eloquently put. But it was, you know, it was enlightening because, you know, I really don't follow the news. I, I get my news at the news and dirty laundry, eh? 
But it was it was pretty cool. And you know what I really dig about our show, eh? You know what's really cool about our yeah, our show? You're our number one fan of our show. I love our show, eh? <laughs> no, my wife is. Yeah, I'm our true. number two fan. But you know what? What I dig about our show is that, like, did you notice how we're promoting last week's show? And it kind of had a theme, but we didn't. Ad- it was kind of inadvertent. <laughs> you mean accidental? Uh, accidental? Yeah, uh, you know, like the, I, I don't know. Explain it. Well, you know, we had the, notice. I said it we like had I'm a banished explain veteran. It. Explain it. We had a a banished veteran who called in. Cool, went in. it's about time because we've been in touch with the guy for quite a while, and, yeah. and he's uh, probably been a listener for quite a while. Because you could get us over wherever you're deported, Addy. You could tell your family, <laughs> eh? If you're deported back to you know Jamaica, Guatemala, yeah, yeah or if you're France. if your primo got deported. Still, he could still listen to us, see. <laughs> and then we had, and they're, you know, they're veterans. And then this guy, uh, we we talked to Lisa Daftari about this Bengali guy or Bengari or Bergardo guy, <laughs> Bergdahl. There's a coincidence. That's a coincidence, eh? They kind of sound the same, Benghazi and Bergdahl. Very interesting. Anyways, he's. I wouldn't consider him a veteran. In, does he still a veteran, even though he walked away? No. Uh, well, turns that's a good question. It's a very good question. Um, he was well. He's no. He's still an enlisted man. He's still enlisted. He's still considered a soldier. He was technically a prisoner of war. Yeah. Although the military did consider no, they're saying he's a prisoner of war. Although the the uh, military did report him back in two thousand nine when he went missing and deserted as someone who it's was because that's good PR. Who eh? was missing? Oh, this Vato walked away. Oh, just tell him it was prisoner of war. Eh, that's good PR. Oh, that looks good. That's good. Eh, but it is Sunday a- morning news. Anybody who watches those world news on Sunday mornings, please, baby, get a life. Eh, <laughs> on Sundays you don't. I mean, any day, but particularly Sundays you don't do politics. Eh. <laughs> anyway, so. Go to TwinTalkCast.com. Check out all our previous podcasts. You'll have that. And there's a lot of other ones. We have interviews and guests like um, comedians, known comedians and actors and uh, authors, uh, some politicians as well, of course. And, um, you know, check it out. TwinTalkCast.com. Click previous podcasts. All that good stuff. But remember tonight, tonight, uh, the survivor of mass shooting a year ago at Santa Monica uh, College Deborah Fine. She has founded a uh, organization called uh, FineLine.com to help um, other victims. She's also writing a book and many things. And we'll talk to her about that. Angels vaping. Can you hear that? But you know what? If, if it, <laughs> it keeps the bugs away from Tia Luis's garage. The, the it, vape does it not. It didn't work very well last it, time. It, it, <laughs> I thought it did. I thought it would be very helpful, especially since Jose. Last week was so annoyed with the flies in here. He was like, Angel, do you have your vapor? <laughs> I did. I actually and asked And Angel was like, yes, use it. Like, turn it on. Like, get it going. <laughs> it's because you're upstream, bro. Because uh, I'm sitting under these lights in Tia Luis's garage and they are attracted by the lights. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it was frustrating. Let me tell you. It was frustrating as heck. They were dropping. And there weren't flies. There were those ants with wings on them. So uh, how was your week, man? What did you do this week? Um, I had a crazy week. Um, Well, first of all, I had a really nice weekend, very nice weekend. 
Um, yeah, I'm, you came to the house, eh? Uh, that, that was the Jose came over, man. Can you? Okay, let me wow, tell you the really? life. The <laughs> life. The life of a single father of two daughters. Okay, <laughs> my two daughters are grown up, as you know. Um, my oldest is 23 with child and family and and man and everything. My 19 year old's in college and going on a third year living in New Mexico. And this is the life of a father. My daughter's going to a baby shower. Her husband doesn't want to go. Her boyfriend at the time still doesn't want to go. Who does she ask to accompany her to a baby shower? <laughs> her dad. <laughs> so I accompanied my daughter to a baby shower. Happened to be close to my brother, so of course I would be remiss if I didn't I stop by it. my brother's house. Oh, so Vista, you weren't home? I Nah, I was recovering, eh? No, he was. you were home when I showed up to your house. I did, and I was recovering. I, You know how my week was? <laughs> I, was. I got six-packed on Friday. Nice. You know what a, no, you know what a six-pack is? Uh, you don't want to know. When you get six-packed? It's 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 kind of gross. You shouldn't know about it. But let me let me explain okay. to you es, this way. Explain, explain. You know when you grab a six pack like this, like the old days when they when they had yeah. the, the little plastic wrapped around the rim, uh-huh. and you grab it with two fingers. Uh-huh. I got an endo and a and what's that they call it? when they go down your throat and they go up your I, I, ass? I don't want to hear about that. Dude, let's I, not talk I got about scoped that. out on Friday. Why do we want to talk about that? Because on the this is important. People at my age to start considering uh. taking their 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 colon. And they're got G- You mean at our age? Yeah, beard drinkers. Gastro you mean you testing. had like a colon cleanse or something? My brother. Well, I did cleanse because I had to cleanse before Which, I went to the doctor. Be, 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 they stuck something down my throat uh, and up uh, my. But Angel, we need to explain this. Yeah. While you while you are correct that people are as we as one get older in different stages of your lives there there are certain tests that you should have. Yes. But yours was brought upon because of your. Uh, because you, you, pretty, had, you were symptomatic of something. Uh, yes, I'm a very healthy person. I eat pretty well. But I you re- drink a lot of beer. I drink beer. A lot. And coffee. And coffee. A lot of beer and, and coffee. And coffee. So it, it irritated Irritating. irritated the GI tract. Okay. And so... Is it tract or tract? Tract. Yeah. I don't know. Eh? But all I want to tell is my to my listeners, especially to my homies, uh, to, the, my listeners. to the vatos out there, is nothing to be ashamed of, Holmes. So I get why they put it down your throat, but why they put it up your... Well, they, they could only go so far down your throat. Then they have to go the other oh. way to see the rest of it. Ooh. All right. On that I note... Did, I got a pretty good clean So you clean had health. the beer after, right? <laughs> yeah. Or did you have it before? I would have a beer before if I was going to go I, I would imagine you'd have the beer before, you know, make it a little bit more Let berry. me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. The, the, the sedation was it's fucking firme, It's because Jackie understands. <laughs> that, uh, Jackie understands, look, if you're going to get that close to me, buy me a drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's you been better there. buy me a drink. <laughs> Move heard, me over a little bit, dang. I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, I'm still here, eh? And I'm going to give you shout-outs. And our shout-outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. They're in the city of downtown Pomona. Let me know when you go, eh? I want to hit it up with you, all right? Anyways, I want to give a shout-out to... Uh, hey, uh, our homie from Australia, Paul Martini. Hey man, I want to sip of you, Holmes. Also, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout. <laughs> it was one a joke. G- one GA track thing. All of a sudden, he wants a sip of a man named Martini. Anyhow, it was. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to a few of our regulars: Rudy Chuta, Lou Babinga, Linda Emmerd, Linda Emmerd. Also, a shout out to Sargento Sus. <laughs> What's up, Holmes? 
And I want to give a shout out to Dodger, eh? I never got your name, eh? You're the guato at the liquor store. Uh, I call you Dodger because you're always wearing Dodger blue, eh? I'm not going to see you for a while, eh? I got to be off of that for about a month. Anyways, but I'll be back. I also want to give a shout out to our, all these vatos, special shout out to, uh, Jeff Brown, Charlie Brown, Roham Coombs, uh, Howard Dean, and Hector Barajas. They are all veterans of wars for the United States who have been deported. And uh, that's your shout-out. Hey, you got any shout-outs? I have a shout-out to my friend Louis Ramirez, who I ran into today, a uh, former audio guy of mine. Uh, he and I uh, took uh, you know, Cabo San Lucas by storm about 12 years ago. Uh-uh. Uh, I won't forget that shoot. It was an awesome shoot when we got held up by the customs office because they wanted a, you know, a bribe. Anyways, great to see La mordida, you. Eh? Great to see that you're still out there looking. You look fantastic, bro. You look like you're you haven't aged a bit. Want to give a shout out to Shane Wilcox, my Aussie pal from uh, Net Seven News. Also, Angela Cox, who I worked with her today. Beautiful young. Hi, Angie. Lady. Anyways, those are my shout outs too. Well, anyhow, there's a, a one more shout out to Sandro. Hey, eh, Holmes, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, your shout-outs are brought to you by Latin's Jr., the second Mediterranean cuisine and concert venue. They got great beer, the food is good, and they have music on the weekends. They're in downtown Pomona in the Arts Colony on 2nd Street. Please let me know on Facebook when you're going, eh? I live nearby. I dig that spot. We'll go with, I'll go with you if you'll have me. All right, we'll be right back with the news and dirty laundry. Remember, Deborah Fine from FineLine.com. And Frantic Ginger, the rocker chicks. All right, but right back. Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. 
And welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we broadcast every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we thank you for being here with us. Uh, we also do it out of the largest radio network in the world, internet radio network in the world, Live365.com. We want to remind everyone that you can chat us up on Facebook. Go to Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Become our friend, like us, all that good stuff, and you can chat us up on the wall throughout the show and actually <laughs> throughout the week. Chat us up. We'll be glad to take your comments. We read your comments on the air if you'd like, uh, suggestions, all that good stuff. Also, Twin Talk Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We also do it the old-fashioned way. Give us a call at 626 626- Two seven five to win. That's six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Give us a call throughout the show. We'll be glad to take your call the old fashioned way. Did you have something to say, brother? Uh, I did, but uh, uh, I'll say it later. Okay. Well, all right. I guess we got to wait for that. Billy, good night. Billy, good night. Chimed in. He asks, "Hey, uh, what kind of drink did you want, Jackie?" I just actually just respond, <laughs> responded to uh, his question. I said, I'd like a nice dos ex- ex- equis. I, I like to stay loyal to my people's beers. So, <laughs> uh, I, I'd like a dos equis, please. I find the green one, not the brown one. I find my favorite beers are Mexican beer. Yeah. They are. Are you guys? Are you guys like torturing me? Because like I can't drink beer for a month, eh? Are you serious? I can't drink beer oh, for so a month. You didn't eh? tell us that, Angel. That's you, very important to mention because <laughs> now I can torture you even more. Uh, uh, hold on, I let me open the refrigerator. This can be to an advantage <laughs> to us. Let's see what Theo Luis has in his refrigerator here. <laughs> I didn't know that, you, Angel. You buried the lead. That's called burying the lead story. Story. I you, did? you talked about the GI tracks going up and down your your tract, <laughs> but the deal that okay that went, lasted what thirty minutes an hour. The fact that you can't drink for a month—that's the lead story there. I should have said and that. And you buried it. I did, huh? Yeah. So what you're saying, what you're saying is that all this GI tract stuff really doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is that I can't have a beer. Yeah, right? because the GI yeah. tract thing is only one day and or I, I an have hour. Two, I have two jugs. Empty jugs ready to get filled over at the brewery too. Uh, ah. You know what? You know what we should do. Let's make plans. When it's time for you to drink your first beer, come here. I'll take you to this cool microbrewery out here near in Glendale called the Golden Road. I've heard of it. Great place. The Golden Sandro is a fan. Isn't and there's a lot of good IPAs. Really, I've never been. I'm okay, because <laughs> I've never been taken. So let's make. It, okay, then here's the deal, Sandro. If you are listening, no, don't don't tell Sandro anything. We'll take you. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, he's like, it's really cool place. Let me finish. And blah, blah, blah. Let me finish. Sandro, if you are listening, don't worry. You don't have to take her. We'll take her. We'll make it a deal. The three of us will go after the show. Vamanos, Golden Roll. What do you say? What do you say? Oh, Sounds you great. Perfect. Okay. I, done. You don't have to ask me twice, eh? Done. I was there. You had me at the first time. <laughs> so there it is. Anyway. Now. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that guttural beat that grabs you from down on low and goes, it's time to listen, everyone. No, that needed to be a little bit sexier. That sounded a little border, like, constipated. Like, <laughs> it needs to be like a... Oh. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. When you hear that guttural <laughs> beat that grabs ah, you. you from the loins and says, it's time to listen. <laughs> 
It's time for our girl, multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC, the girl with the pink headphones, the girl with the skinny on the boobies, the news, the politics, the news, and dirty laundry. It's Jackie Casas. Shoo! Hi, guys. I like the way you do that better than Jose. No, I can't, though. Jose is very good at it. I guess you're right. I get inspired by his grunts. She likes it. My eh? grunts? Yes, I get inspired. You're not the the first woman who said that to me. Uh, it's good to be here, guys. I miss you yes. every time. It's like a whole week, and I miss you guys. We almost thought you weren't coming. You're all late now. I know. I was so freaking late today, <laughs> and I hate being late here, but I'm sorry, but I'm here. I'm just ra- I'm just ragging on you. I didn't even notice. I was like getting ready, and you walk in. I'm Thanks. sorry it's late. <laughs> Thanks, Jose. Thanks for uh, yeah, 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 it yeah. always scares me when a woman's late. <laughs> <laughs> You really would need that beer. Oh, my God. Let's hope it can happen for the next month, okay? Oh, my God. Uh, just before we get ahead, guys, uh-huh. I wanted to tell you before any further. Oh, no. Happy early Papi's Day. Oh, you guys. thank you. Ah, did you say Papi? This Sunday. <laughs> happy Father's Day is this Sunday, so I wanted to give you a happy Papi hug. Thank you, baby. Thank you. That's very nice. Both of you fantastic fathers, role models. Thank you. Too. That's so nice of you. Thank you. Mijita. Happy Father's <laughs> Day, guys. Because I won't see you guys until next week, which is after I, the fact. That's very nice. I that's hope you guys have some fun, quality time with your children. Yeah, you know what we're, what, I, what we're planning to do is um, I'm going to go. We're going to my dad's house, right? <gasps> I'm bringing oh. my sons with me, and we're going to do a, a sleepover, except... I'm bringing the tent. We're sleeping in the backyard. Oh, how fun. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna. You told me that this morning, and I'm like, great idea. I'm going to go buy one this weekend. A I, tent? I don't have a tent anymore uh, because I was going to buy another one. Eh? Uh-huh. So I'm going to go buy one. I'm going to go camp out with my dad on his San Agustin green grass. You, you, that's a really <laughs> nice backyard to it have is. a camp out at. It is. It's a fun yard. Are we going to do it in the backpack or are we going to do it on the grass? Um, that's a good question. Because um, the backpack is like dirt. It's got a garden uh-huh. and it's, no, it's let's a little more it. rugged. No, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it in the, in the back, you know. In on the, the grass? In the grass. Yeah, we put. Next to the swing set? Yeah, next to the swing set. All right. It's closer to the restroom too. My yeah. dad still has a swing set. <laughs> my dad still has a swing set. And he has another for restroom. The, for the grandkids. He installed another restroom in the backyard. So eh? there you go. Now we're that do- restroom is really nice. Yeah. Now we're, re- <laughs> now we're going to be camping like, like my buddy. Uh, you should come over more often. We got a nice restroom. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all inviting in you to my dad's house. <laughs> hey, Dad, we're coming over. Jackie and Sandro, eh? Well, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> I... I we have something planned for my dad as well. Awesome. Happy, happy Poppy's Day, Daddy. Oh, right on. Uh, so, anywho, let's get started with the news. We have a lot of sad stories that are going to start off our newscast today. Unfortunately, the Multnomah uh, County Sheriff's Office said one student died in a shooting today at a Reynolds High School in Troutdale, which is uh, east of Portland in the state of Oregon. Uh, two people, including the gunman himself, um, died in the. Even though the situation has now been stabilized, police say that they were in the process of notifying the next of kin for both the student and the gunmen's, and they did not release their names. A teacher was also injured and treated at the scene for non-life-threatening injuries. Uh, according to one of the local newspapers, the teacher, his name is Todd Rispler, was grazed by a bullet. The phone call for the uh, shots fired happened a little bit after 8 a.m. 
uh, right when school started, multiple agencies responded to the school and was immediately placed on lockdown. Students were notified via their intercom that the school was on lockdown and to slowly return to their classrooms where a lockdown would take place. Um, as SWAT units and tactical units search the campus. Hey, uh, this vato, it happened right after school started, right? Yeah, I bet you he was late and he didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> what, do we, what do we know about this kid or person? You know? Uh, you know what? Not many details have come out other than, of course, the typical details of a gunman that he was kind of like a loner, not so social, didn't really have too many friends. He, you know what? They used a robot. I know they used a robot. Now that's not that they, they used a robot. Is there a report as to how he he died? Was it self inflicted or did the police shoot him? It was Terminator, eh? <laughs> that's why I wonder because he, it was no, it was RoboCop. Because eh? the guy <laughs> reportedly hold himself Samuel up. Samuel L. Jackson isn't he the new one? As he, he hold himself up in, in in like the gym bathroom or something like that. They sent a robot in, but was the guy already? dead you know what's interesting there's not a lot of information out on these things you know no it's not it's still i think they're very um <laughs> no, they killed him with the wet towel eh? they're very particular <laughs> yeah. remember how they did that in the gym eh? oh, yeah, yeah. i hated that shit the jocks eh? they would just get the towels all wet and they all they all because we what were smaller than did they ever they like you. miss your ass and uh, hit yeah dude else? they hit everything they hurt <laughs> <laughs> oh, Why do you laugh? That's, oh, yeah, that yeah. Hit everything? <laughs> like, you mean that's, everything? That's probably how they took it. Hey, it survived. Hey. <laughs> we'll talk about that one on your next story. <laughs> but no, this is a really, a really sad situation. He he was armed with a rifle and he entered into the school. Um, no, the details are very limited. Uh, I know that uh, even with the aerial choppers themselves, they have to be at a length when they are covering stories like this because they uh, don't want to show any sort of tactic uh, that police uh, are see, taking See, I place. noticed that when I was watching the footage today, there wasn't a single aerial shot. Yeah. Not a single one. And you know what? And I'm what is, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm this sorry. is not a Disney movie. What does The Little Mermaid have to be doing with this, <laughs> eh? You know what? I'm Get sorry. Aerial, can, <laughs> can, nah, nah, Look, hey. there wasn't a single aerial shot of <laughs> See, it, and I was. Vez, hey. I went from one <laughs> website, from one station to the next, looking for it, and they didn't have it. Of course. Now the conspiracy, conspiracies abound, because of course you know people th saying I always come up with, well, did this really happen? You know, is this just another false flag? Mm -hmm. Blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the fact that these uh, helicopters are now <laughs> it's just a wet towel. Look, look the <laughs> helicopters are now. Remember Sandy Hook? All the controversy uh, and conspiracy theories about these these gunmen running into the forests, and no one said anything about it. But there's the footage. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden, they're grounding the helicopters because they don't want to. They don't want to show tactics. They don't want to show tactics. That, I'm sorry. That's I don't believe that. There was the home Homeland Security reacted to that. ATF reacted to that. One kid was in the school, reportedly one kid with one gun, mm -hmm. and to me, it's a local issue. I'm sorry, one kid died. I know it's a it's terrible. One kid was a victim, uh, a, a fatal victim. I think a, a, a high school gym teacher was grazed by a bullet. Yeah. but I'm sorry, um, the the federal government and its and agencies do not need to be part of this yet is too much overreaching by our government. Yes, it's a tragedy. Yes, it's awful. But until necessary, because you've been to those but events. You've been to the events. There's hey, plenty of police hey, Jose, and SWAT. Jose, so 
So you you're saying that what does that aerial guy ha, uh, the helicopters have to do? Because what I say, if there is an issue here, and you know my my condolences if there's some killings over there, and my condolences, but uh, but also the the problem with the the aerial shots is that they don't want aerial photos going around the internet and people coming up with their theories or uncovering. The truth, if indeed there was a uh, uh, look, uh, uh, a, like you said, a false flag. Look, that's I'm just saying that that's what these you know conspiracy theorists do, Cause, and and because it, it's possible. I mean, the CIA recruits. Have you been to the the they they recruit, um, they recruit people in in uh, they have television and uh, uh, computer graphics, of course, uh, uh, experience, uh-huh. so they could do special effects on their. You know, news reels. I'm just, here's the deal. I'm just, the problem I have with this is, look, too much uh, restrictions on the First Amendment. Look, it's too much. Too often we're being, it happens a lot here in Los Angeles when there's a, a stupid shooting or something, when it's just a typical domestic shooting. Yeah, yes, I said stupid. I don't mean stupid. We haven't had, as of yet, a school shooting here in California that I that I can recall, or even in L.A. But what I'm saying is, um, when there's a shooting or you know drive by or whatever, we show up to the scene. Three blocks are yellow taped, and we're not allowed to go anywhere near it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that we might step on a crime scene. I know what it is. They're just putting the the media. Far, far away. They're blacking it out. They're blocking it out. I agree with you, man. Because this this kid that was down there shooting, he didn't have like a laptop on the other hand, you know, taking a look at the news to see if they saw what they were he was at, right? Looking for aerial as footage. As far as like, we know, no. Or a pa- a tablet. <laughs> but I will say this: I was listening. Or Google glasses. Now they have those Google glasses. Now you could search well, for glasses. There, there, there is a large police uh, mm. a, a, an authorities presence because there's over two thousand students in this high school, almost three thousand twenty six. I think it was like two thousand. That's a big school. It's the second largest high school in the state of Oregon. It's a big school. So you have a crazy kid running around with a with a gun. You've got. Uh, parents of over 2,000 students going like crazy in the area trying to figure out where uh, what's going on with their kid. I think that's why there was such a large step up of authority. Okay, here's an example. Yesterday, in the, was it yesterday? In the city of North Hollywood, one gunman yes. with an assault rifle. It was a domestic issue. He was showing up but to his. Let me let me finish. Crazy. Let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. He was. A, he had a. He had an assault rifle. Anybody who has a gun uh, uh, could be called crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, could be called crazy. Or, I'm no, not saying that anyone look, that's going to use it. But here's to the deal. Kill somebody. There was a guy with a, There was a, a guy, There was a guy with an assault rifle. Was going on a domestic issue. Was angry at somebody. The police intercepted him. He ran. Uh, and there was a high speed pursuit. He got out of the car. Took his rifle with him. Never shot a gun. A, a one shot. Never but put up. But there was sh- pedestrians around there was, him. He, How do we know if there was he's never mentally one, stable enough to not just go pow there, pow? He was so close was, in range to people and homes. Let me give you some news. A, we half live, a block away from a high school let me give you some news there. there are shootings going on every day in the city of los angeles any major city chicago alone 27 people die every month of gunshots gang related usually usually innocent people who are caught in the crossfire i'm not saying it's bad it's it, i'm not being cavalier about it what i'm saying is that yesterday it was blown out of proportion <laughs> that it was sounds another, like a brandy it man. was another domestic <laughs> issue like no other issue but guess what 
we reported every media outlet. Oh, the schools are in lockdown. There are schools in lockdown, okay, and where... the parents are in locked. And the parents, are, and you know what? It is a scare tactic, and I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sorry. I care about the victims. Something needs to be done. Okay, about, so about about this, but that I was. I, I will agree with you on that. Sensationalism. That was, that was overkill because a lot of those schools that they were reporting were on lockdown were out. Summer, yeah. s- summer session. I mean, not even summer session is in. School is out. Classes Look, are out. This is that week where summer session hasn't even started. You, so they kept saying it was on lockdown when there were no students really on campus. Oh, you there can, no students on You campus? can throw a rock anywhere in a big city and it'll land in a school. So it's a given. <laughs> that This had nothing to do with children. It had nothing to do with a gunman trying to take a child or kill a child. He just got intercepted when he was going to go into a domestic issue with an ex-girl or something of yeah. that matter. And so, so and the what, guy so never he, pointed, he, for he, as far as I know, he never pointed his gun at no. anyone. No, he didn't, but he climbed on the roof of a house and was posing like a total like OG cholo with was his really? assault rifle. <laughs> he was crazy. He was crazy. But it was <laughs> overblown. It was overblown. <laughs> and that is, look, that is causing America, it's instilling fear in America. Why don't, hey, why don't you say it right like Obama? America. <laughs> America. Anyway, say so it like that. I eh? have a problem with that. They're scaring I, America. I have a problem with that. <laughs> you know, I have a problem, eh? Is Obama saying America? <laughs> Why doesn't everybody ever call him on that? Have you ever noticed? I know well, you've noticed. Well, I know sure everybody. Well, listen, Bush, everybody Bush used to say nuclear. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, that's you know, you can't speak, but you got to If you're the, if you're the the leader of the United States of America, you should be able to say United States of America and not say America. Uh, I don't have a problem with his accent or colloquialism, whatever you want to call it. Don't have a problem with that at all. I, I you know, you have many other problems. But at I have you more. Don't have that. That's that's the least of my problems with, with our president right now. <laughs> You know, he could say um, America. But the thing is, my problem is not that he says America wrong. It's that he doesn't love America. But that's another oh, conversation. Well, of course, he well then if you loved America, you would say America. Uh, oh, maybe. Well, like I said, there's still details about this unfortunate shooting in Oregon that have not been released there. They've identified the shooter as a student. However, they have not identified his name He's or not what a student age. anymore. Uh, no, not anymore. You think they suspended him now? Uh, probably. <laughs> He's probably in big trouble, although he is dead now. Um, as uh, once again, we don't know. Uh, they think they, he likely killed himself, although those details alone haven't been come out. So it's it's very um, hush, hush hush out of out of the shooting, which did happen today this morning. So I'm sure details will come out with the investigation that's uh, going on right now. Okay. Well, uh, look, I, I just <laughs> I just hope that once again, uh, Americans don't. You know, uh, have the knee-jerk reaction, uh, but uh, you know, and want to infringe on people's uh, <laughs> constitutional right to bear arms and defend themselves because Yeehaw! no one talks about that you can defend yourself. Uh, on the other hand, um, let's let's do something about the mental health issue. That you know, ninety-nine percent of these people who are doing these things are you know uh, have issues with mental health. No one talks about that and have gun. And whatever. Mental health with gun. 
Whatever. Mental problem with health. What do we got going with on? Guns. What's next? Okay, guys. Uh, I have another shooting that I have to move on to that occurred over the weekend in Las Vegas. A married couple, Jared and Amanda Miller, fighting for a quote-unquote revolution against police and government authority, killed two Metro officers in a pizza place, then shot a man to death in a nearby Walmart before turning the guns, their guns on themselves. This happened over the weekend in where uh, one of the... Uh, Sheriffs uh, announced the the death of the two officers who were off in their lunch at a uh, Chi Chi's Pizza, and uh, so these two these two couple apparently had uh, who names a pizza place Chi Chi's? I dig that name, eh? Chi Chi's Pizza. Have you guys uh, ever been there? Never heard of it. You've never heard of Chi Chi's Pizza? Of, of course you have. Of course I have. <laughs> is there one in L.A.? There is. A, uh, well, actually, there's one in Northridge and there's one in Valencia that really? I know of. Chi Chi's? I've yeah, never heard Chi-Chi's of it. Chi Chi's Pizza. Is it good pizza? It's good. It's good pizza. I like it. Okay. And I like their salad bar. <laughs> I okay. think I like it, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So these guys went and they shot somebody yeah, at so a, two cops at a pizza place. They walked you sure in. it wasn't a donut place? No, it wasn't. <laughs> they were on their lunch. That's like their <laughs> breakfast snack break. It's horrible. Okay, so they walked into He would have got more cops if he would have <laughs> went to the donut shop, eh? <laughs> so they walked into this So they Vegas. really didn't want to kill that many cops. <laughs> I guess they didn't. Uh, but yeah. before they <laughs> opened fire, they said the revolution begins, shot the two officers. It was two people? Two officers, yeah. No, but it, the shooter, the shooter. Two, it was a married couple. Oh, um, the revolution. Yeah, <laughs> they said revolution begins. Then they went over to a nearby Walmart where they, uh, there, this guy actually, unfortunately, the man who died at this Walmart, who's a customer, he had a concealed weapon and he revealed his weapon and they shot him. Hmm. So then they went to the back of the store um, and they committed suicide. Too. That's very interesting. I, I, I'm, what department did they do it at, eh? <laughs> I wonder what department it was, eh? I heard they did it in the back room, but here's an interesting thing. This, uh, man, the layaway. this man had a gun, uh, a, concealed yeah, he weapon, had a concealed weapon, and he went to stop because he saw the man, uh, yeah. forgot his name, walking in with, the, with weapons, and he went to stop him, but he didn't see that the man's wife, the other gun person, yeah. was flanking him. She pulled out the gun and shot and killed him. Yeah, now, on a norm, on nor, under a normal circumstance, because it's usually a lone gunman, yeah. under a normal she, circumstance, he would have saved the day. He would have probably saved the day. Yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, you know? he was uh, killed in this situation. <clears throat> so, Apparently, this couple had issues with the police, and the neighbors said that they were... Um, they would dress up a lot in so villainous this, characters. This is a false flag, eh? Why do you say it's that? a false flag for the NHRA? Eh? They, they're going to see like, <laughs> next time have two guns, eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, pack it twice, eh? <laughs> At least. <laughs> Very sad. And reportedly, the father of the woman. Uh, Amanda Miller said that it was all the husband's like total weird mental corruption that made her this way because she was a sweetheart. Uh, but no, there's uh, Facebook comments on behalf of her talking about this quote unquote revolution uh, uh, against uh, authority and police. Um, really? So, yeah. What's the name of that lady? I'm going to look that up. Her name is Amanda Miller. Amanda and the Miller. husband's name is Jared Miller. So- I knew there was something about the Millers. <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Miller. You know, it's terrible. First of all, look, it is terrible. The the, the two police officers were on their lunch break. Yeah. Okay. Um, look, um I, I the other, last week I, I shot an interview with the um 
Uh, and by the way, I'll take this opportunity to remind you all that tonight from the Fine Line Foundation and survivor of a mass shooting a year ago, Deborah Fine is going to be with us during our second hour. Stay tuned for that. She's, she's an amazing survivor story and an awesome person. But last week in shooting that story where I met Ms. Fine, I shot an interview with the chief of police of Santa Monica where the shooting happened a year ago. Uh, I bring this up because I was reminded that police officers are people too. And you and I work with them a lot, uh, Jackie, in our industry. And uh, But we also hear the other side of the story where we hear too often, enough, uh, too often we're reporting on the bad cops. And uh, we hear from people that we may know outside of our work uh, uh, circle uh, complaints and anger over 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 the um, the bad cops, but I had com- a nice conversation with the chief and her assistant, and it was uh, it reminded me that there were people too, and which chief of uh, the police uh, Santa Monica? Okay, and they they have people to go home to also. They also have their ideologies and their beliefs, and uh, some of them may be not the best police officers, and some of them are. But they're people. And I have a lunch break, too. I sit down in a restaurant. God forbid someone will come in here and just want to shoot me because I work for the media. Police are people, too. So police are people, too. My heart goes out to them and all the witnesses, all the victims, of course. But, uh, but you know, that lady, <clears throat> the lady Miller, Amanda Miller, uh-huh. you know how she was professing that her, her, her man made her crazy? It's, it's, she's starting on her defense right away because if they find them both guilty... He'll get death and she'll get life. By the way, G- Billy Goodnight chimed in on Facebook. She goes, a- he goes, Angel, NHRA, you mean NRA. <laughs> NHRA is a drag team. That's a drag race. Drag zone. racing in Pomona. That's right. He I'm knows. My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's a very sad situation because uh, five people died uh, in this shooting over the weekend in Vegas, uh, including both of the gunmen. Um, and, uh, and and the police officers, which uh, the press conference that was held by the uh, uh, sheriff's guy, he seemed really like shaken up about it. And there was um, a vigil that was held in honor of them, of, of the police officers. And um, very, very, very sad story out of Vegas. So many shootings, eh? Take it easy. I know. So many shootings. There, uh, uh, it's reported that there have been 74 uh, mass shootings since... Um, since uh, school shootings since Sandy Hook Sandy Hook now or school shootings now here's the deal um um there this is America there's a lot of schools no it's no it's America but let's 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 remember this (laughs) it's America but let's remember this yes guns look I have four kids my kids went to to, my younger daughters have finished school already and, and grown up, but my sons are in elementary school. Of course I care about children, but let's not sensationalize this. There are millions and millions and millions of guns out there. If guns were the problem, there would be a bloodbath. The issue, <laughs> the issue is, in my opinion, other things. Are uh, the shooters... Uh, the, the shooters who, are the problem, eh? You know, mental there's illness. mental illnesses involved here. You know, the you know, and and so let's let's try and tackle it that way. Well, let me tell you, the uh, the mental illness thing. Anybody who wields a gun or uh, any weapon or wants to kill anyone is is not right in the head. 
but, yeah, it but does, that, in my mind doesn't mean that they get any kind of like leniency when they go to jail, you know, or when they go to trial. I don't. It, I mean, that to me that you know the whole insanity or you know when they do that. That shouldn't exist because they're, the reason they're there is because their mind ain't right, period. But you know what? Everybody um, – I mean, that uh, should work in marriages. Like you messed up on your wife and you're like, that, I wouldn't it's do that. It's funny you brought that up. But I'd be like, I was insane, baby. I, I was, was insane. Angel, uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I was going to bring up a lot of people do things in the heat of passion, in the heat of the moment, and that, you know, uh, regular-minded people, you know – and then a second, perverted minded in a second of 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 uh, of anger, they might lose it. Um, Lord, this chimed in. She says, "I see the humanity in it, Jose." I think she means uh, when I was talking about the police. <laughs> um, uh, thanks for chiming in, Lord. This it's nice of you to chime in on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Twin Talk Show. If you guys have any comments and want to uh, comment uh, throughout the show, give us a call at six two six two seven five eight nine four six. Six two six two seven five eight nine four six, and Angel, you're talking to win. <laughs> also, uh, you can chat us up on Twin Talk Show at uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter and to Instagram. Instagram. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What else you got, Jackie? Okay, let's move on, guys. Uh, I know this is going to get everyone riled up. So excited. A family-owned bakery has been ordered to make wedding cakes for gay couples and guarantee that its staff be given comprehensive training on Colorado's anti-discrimination laws after the state civil rights commission determined the Christian baker violated the law by refusing to bake a wedding cake uh, for a same-sex couple. The owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop in Lakewood, Colorado, was directed to change his store policies immediately and force his staff to attend the training sessions. For the next two years, Phillips will also be required to submit quarterly reports to the commission to confirm that he has not turned away, turned away any customers based on their sexual orientation. So this guy got in trouble because yes. he didn't want to make a cake with, uh, For with, a gay two, with two men at the top. Yes, he said it was against his... Religious beliefs, and they so said he him, denied. He denied them. Um, and they service. made him. And they made him do like community service. Well, yeah, yeah since it's I mean, since it's that, called eh? no, it's called sensitivity training. A lot it's of people, community service. A eh? lot of people when they're when they offend somebody who's gay or a minority or uh, or, or they're accused of sexism, they're forced to take some sensitive sensitivity sensitivity training by their bosses. This is the first time I heard of one where we, somebody by the court. Was off, was we should have done that with George Bush, eh? When he sent the truth, eh? This, the troops. This all came what, about what, from. What, what was that to do with? It doesn't. It, that's ridiculous. Is what I'm saying, eh? Uh, Sensitivity training. This all came about in 2012 when just a, pay when the a, ticket, when eh? a gay all right. couple asked the baker, the Christian baker, to make their wedding cake. Apparently, he politely denied, uh, declined, oh. or making the order um, because it was against his faith, but that he offered to make them any other baked item that they would like. Was it, so was the it? couple filed a, a complaint. They filed a complaint Arale. with the Colorado Civil Rights Commission that they were discriminated against because of their sexual orientation. I remember the last time Just, you brought this up. And I, this is what came about. I remember the last time you brought this up when it first came out, when it was first reported. She brought it up on the news and dirty on the laundry. News and dirty laundry on the previous podcast that you could get at twintalkcast.com. Anyway, um, there you go. And I mentioned that um, I thought it was wrong that they had done that, and everyone was so surprised because I have conservative views typically, but everyone thought I was going to be anti-gay on this situation. Here's the issue: first of all, 
It's a very complicated issue because I, as a conservative, I very much believe that the government needs to stay out of our business when it comes to, hey, who's to say? It's complicated. The, how about that sign that says, uh, we refuse the right to serve anyone? You, you know, we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, that sign obviously does, doesn't really matter. doesn't matter if, it, if, it's, if it's gay, minority, uh, whatever anymore. Here's the deal. I, I, uh, on the other hand, people need to understand that if you expect people to be tolerant of your gay, lesbian, uh, political, uh, minority, whatever beliefs, you need to be tolerant Holy. of the fact that there are people that may not agree with you for whatever their reason and not take offense to that. I wonder how much of this had to do, Angel, with them saying, let's go into that place and see if we can get them and force them to make uh, this a You cake. think they planned it? Maybe, maybe not. But look, <laughs> what, I, I what do, over tea? Were they talking <laughs> over tea or something? Here's or the deal. Um, I think it was wrong that they refused them that because, you know what, there are a lot of people go in there that are like probably, I don't know, criminals, and they don't know it. On the other hand, I don't like the fact that it even went to court because once the government becomes involved and starts setting precedents on things, it starts infringing on our, on our civil That's rights. what I told my baby mama. We don't need to go to court, all right, eh? Not only that, regulations... Okay, we can settle it outside of court, eh? <laughs> I totally agree. Not only that, not only that, businesses are over-regulated already. There's too many rules and regulations on businesses already. Now you've got situations where, hey, what happens next? Every business is going to be treating... Um, uh, um, uh, serving cakes now has to take sensitivity training. It's utterly ridiculous. His whole staff has to take well, sensitivity. Well, that is wrong. That is completely wrong. Let's if the judge, the judge should have ruled in whatever ruling he needed to rule. He or she needed to rule, <laughs> but leave the employees out of it. Has nothing to do with that. Maybe they need to find them because that's the way they do everything. Just yeah, give but them this a whole, ticket. What are you trying to tell me that I don't have? I'm not sensitive. How about being sensitive to these people's uh, uh, religious beliefs? Albeit misguided, albeit the fact I'm not saying that the religious beliefs were misguided, but maybe they practiced it in the wrong way. But let's be sensitive to their religious beliefs. Are, is the judge saying that you're insensitive because you have a religious belief? What happened to religious freedom? What happened to that? Let, okay, on the other hand, okay, you, uh, the Constitution says that you need to give equal um, rights to everyone. Fine, but let's also be sensitive to these people's religious belief. Hey, my tia makes cakes, eh, and she gives a good price, too. They're pretty good. Eh? <laughs> she does make good cakes. She does really good ones. Eh? If anybody needs it, it's amazing hit us the, up. It's amazing the cakes she makes. Yeah. not She's not Did the she one. Did she make Tres cake? Yes. Yes. I love But she makes cake. these awesome ones. But I with like it really like soggy, soggy Tres Leches cake. You like, like a you soggy? Have to, yes. You have to have it like you in the aluminum <laughs> foil tray practically. Yeah. Because if it doesn't have it. Then that means there's not enough sogginess going on. Look, again, I, I just got to tell you, <laughs> yeah, it's, really like it's so important that we try to look. It's so important because not look, enough there, sogginess there are, going. A lot of people deserve um, um, fair treatment, whether you're gay, lesbian, black, white, Christian, or non-Christian. Soggy. Too often, people are persecuting people for their beliefs. Since when did it become bad to be someone who practices their religion? I'm sorry. The Proposition 8 situation happened, what, eight, nine years ago? I'm not arguing. Why are you telling me something? I'm I'm telling our listeners, look... I did not have an issue with uh, that's okay uh, with people, people look at me. Uh, you know, same-sex marriages. What I had an issue with was all the banners and Is posts it? and billboards that said, "Don't hate." 
that just because someone disagreed with Proposition 8 doesn't mean that they hated you. They might have hated the fact that there, it existed, but some people are just tied to their religious beliefs. It has nothing to do for some people with hate. Let's let it go both ways, people. That's all I got to say. The only thing I have against it is that the little man and the woman at the top, you have to cut it in half, eh? What are you talking and about? And then get two men. It's not easy to do that, eh? I don't know. Oh, you mean the people on the cake? Yeah. What do you call that? The little ornament? The figurines. The, the, the figurines. The figurines, eh? Uh-huh. You just got to get coppers? just get two action figures, huh? Yeah. You can pick them, the ones you want. Just huh? get Ken and Ken or Barbie and Barbie. Yes, duo. Okay. Done. Yeah. Or Wolverine and, I don't know, <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> All right, what do you got next? this is what this baker owner has to deal with. Now, this next story, I'm actually going to post a photo to our Facebook wall. So please make sure that you go over I to bet. Twin Talk uh, Show and see if you can, uh, if you'd like to comment on our photo here, which caused a lot of ruckus on the uh, online world. Carlisha Thurman, who graduated from Long Beach State University last month, brought her long her three month old daughter Aaliyah. Uh, to her graduation. She uh, she graduated with an accounting degree, 25 years old, nice young woman. Well, she took a hey, photo. Did, did Sharkisha go? Why Sharkisha? Angel, <laughs> uh, you need she, to take sensitivity training, bro. You do. <laughs> <laughs> she took a photo of breastfeeding her three-month-old daughter at uh, the graduation. Where uh, you can see Did her. you post it? Yes, I posted it. Uh, if you see it, which you should I want to, pretty want soon. To. <laughs> um, she was wearing her, her cap and her gown. And she was sitting down at her graduation where she uh, decided to breastfeed her, her daughter. And she posted the photo on her Facebook uh, wall. And it got such a huge response by uh by by people in saying that it was disgusting it was inappropriate Uh. she shouldn't have done that and she felt like she posted it because she wanted to um normalize breastfeeding uh which was we know we've had several stories of this is a high school kid normalize she graduated from college cal state uh long beach normalized breastfeeding so what is it now then i can say what normal then i could say what a nice booby what a nice i could see the picture Okay, if I was a kid, it? now, Mom, do you eat organic? <laughs> oh, God. Is it pasteurized or non-pasteurized? So, <laughs> so there was a problem. You don't know nowadays. Can you label that that tit, Mom? Let it finish. Angel, Can you let label? It, Angel, let it finish, please. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> she... she okay, I think I got it now, guys. I think I got it now. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to tag you guys. It's because I said tit. It threw you off, huh, baby? Oh, yes. <laughs> So you see these graduates in the background okay, of the photo. Um, oh, that's a lovely photo. Yeah, there's a girl back there making an ugly face, a poochie face. She's that, making that, totally a poochie that face. Asian where she's girl kind of grossed like. out about this. Uh, so she got a huge <laughs> backlash um, from, from people because she, she posted this photo still dressed in her cap and gown, like I said. And um, yeah. And okay, she, so here's the issue I have with this. First of all, I, haven't, I have no problem with breastfeeding. I don't care what age I am. I don't mind breastfeeding, but... Uh, I don't have a problem if a woman has. You don't like it. If if a woman needs to breastfeed, sure, do it in a tactful way because there are those people that do get offended. So we do need to respect those people, and also at the same time, those people need to respect the fact that you may be a breastfeeding mama. Now, on the on the other on the other hand, on the other hand, brother, on the other hand, um, you're in a you're 
at a graduation ceremony. She's sitting in the rows or pews or whatever you want to talk about, uh, say it, call them, with her cap and gown. Um, I can't stop looking at it. I think it's a lovely photo. How, but how often are you able to get do anything informal? You're supposed to be proper and formal at these things. Did the kid need to eat right then and there? Or yeah. did you just do it to titillate? <laughs> no pun intended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Think about it. If she went out of her way, kind of broke the decorum is what I'm trying to say. Because there is a decorum. When you sit there, you're not supposed to be drinking, throwing a beach ball. You're not supposed to have your family. Your family can't run over there and give you a hug and a kiss. Is this college so or high school? There's decorum, college. Angel. There's decorum. So the, if you went and broke the decorum just to prove a point, to aggravate, eh, that's not cool. I think she was she was just sharing the moment with her daughter while she was feeding her. You know what's but more a lot offensive? Of people, a lot of people what, have kids. In what's the middle. More They're not allowed to bring their kids in, onto, the, onto the field or whatever the, the arena is. What's more offensive is at a ball game when guys take off their shirts with their big pot bellies. Now, granted, I'm a beer drinker. <laughs> I got a belly, eh? But if I had a big pot belly, I'm not saying it's I offensive. I wouldn't take it off at the. Don't get me wrong. I have. I'm not saying it's offensive. If you'd listen to me and stop talking between Break my the sense. decorum. I, I'm talking about decorum. There are rules. So you're offended because it doesn't deck. It doesn't go with the decorations. No, what I'm saying. Should the little girl wear yellow and gold too? When you listen, if you ah, listen, I get it. She's wearing pink and she's not wearing the school <laughs> colors. Eh, I understand. If eh? you no, if you would listen <laughs> and not interrupt, you would understand what I'm trying to say. What yeah. I'm saying is, you blew it, baby. You should have worn the same colors, eh? Will you stop interrupting? I'm going to shut your mic up. <laughs> what I'm saying is this. Look, if the girl needs to breastfeed, uh, you know, hey, what are you going to do? You're not going to stop a woman from breastfeeding the baby, of course. But the, if the woman went out of her way to break the decorum, which means <laughs> there are rules when you're sitting on the field or the arena, um, you're itching to say something, I tell. If you're, um, if you're, look, oh, if you did it merely to take the photograph and prove a point, that kind of sucks because who's the next person who's going to say, "Hey, I believe in blazing it." Uh, you and, and, I, and I'm, I'm Angel. And let me. Did you a, want to say something? Angel, I'm talking. <laughs> let me talk. Angel, look. If there, it's not, your, let me finish the point. You're not even listening. Let me finish the point. The point it's is, I'm looking if at somebody, the boobs. If somebody is a big believer of, like, say, blazing and and smoking pot, can you just like, and, let me finish? Un- Dude, I'm get serious. To the point. Let me finish. finish. Get to the point. If you're a, if look, I want to speak in such a way that you can understand. I don't need to want to hurry uh, between your interruptions. Okay? Are you doing so that on purpose? Finish. No, I'm. Uh, let me finish. Okay. If someone wants to prove a point because they're pro <laughs> marijuana and they want to blaze a joint in that row of seats in the arena where all the kids stand, sit there with their caps and gowns, and they have to sit proper, and there's no beach balls and all that, is he allowed to do that because he wants to prove a point? This woman broke the quorum. That's what I'm talking no, about. No, this is no totally problem different. with breastfeeding. I'm all about that, but she broke the quorum. Hey, it's a big difference from sucking on a joint to sucking on a booby. I totally agree. Okay. But hey, and, and let me tell you, uh, our listeners, we got uh, Lourdes. Hey, baby, save the tatas. It's it's weird how people act all stupid about breastfeeding. I think she means you, not me. <laughs> and Justin, I have no Justin problem. York says boobalicious. I have no boobalicious, not boobalicious, boobalicious. It's all dot, about dot, decorum. You, you said you reported that she did it to prove a point. Who's the next guy that's going to want to do something to prove a point? You understand what I'm saying? Well, she posted the photo to a support group that's uh, like Black Mother's uh, Breastfeed or something like that. It, it was a support how about, group. How about hung guys for f- streaking? <laughs> 
But see, no, but really. The thing is, I, don't I mean, think where do you draw the line? I think, I think, to point, I think her kid's hungry. Who gives a shit what anyone no, else I think, thinks? No, no, no. no. It wasn't child. about the baby being hungry. It was about her proving a point. You, you reported but that you she was what? trying to prove a point. There's, if the and I did say that if the baby's hungry, who's to, who's to begrudge a mother who needs to, to normalize breastfeeding? It, because it's what all of us. Uh, wait, did it is at normal. It's happened from. Oh, no, it's of years. not normalized because women have been kicked out of restaurants for breastfeeding their children in public. They've been kicked out of public spaces. They have been told it is inappropriate. And there is this whole backlash because this uh, let's not forget that she's graduating from college and- with an accounting degree with a three month old baby at 25 years old. Uh, let's congratulate her on that. We're going to give her shit because she's breastfeeding. Let's baby make it a point. Hey, Jose, what's the name of that city that that you say that Bell, the city of Bell, that people or Mayflower were they- if you're undocumented, you can go there and they're not going to go. What do they call it? It's, it? A sanctuary state. Okay, well, you like, can come over like to Tio Luis's garage and this is a sanctuary booby place. <laughs> you can breastfeed here anytime, eh? With your cap and ground and whatever, eh? Sanctuary. What would we call it, eh? Like a sanctuary garage, eh? Just sanctuary place. Sanctuary place. <laughs> you could suck on the nunus and suck on a joint. No, no hay pedo, eh? We'll even, cool. we'll even prime it for you. <laughs> What make the baby do all the work? <laughs> no, I want to clarify. No, Listen, Jose, no. Let me clarify. Can I speak now? Can I speak quorum. now? Let me see. The young lady was making a point. And in what great country like America, <laughs> like Obama says, America. America. In what great country in the world do you have? can you do that like America? Okay? <laughs> now I'm saying it like he is. America, if you want to be able to, you, you should be able, this is not a bad cause, and you're right, where do you draw the line? Society draws the line, Jose. And so in this point, in this case, uh, what this woman is, she's pushing the envelope and, and, and making a point to, I don't think anyone's going to really, if they do disagree with it, for the most part. Okay, they're not. You know, it's, it isn't like, uh, you know, somebody streaking their private parts. Well, they are private parts, but not in a bad way. So I think... Yes, give her, you know, you know, tell her, well, you know, next time maybe tap her in the back, a nice one, do it, you know, somewhere else. But don't, you know, let it go away because, you know, this is a, this is America. This is the United States and we should be able to make points. Yeah. And let society do, you know. Do with it, not Jose. Angel, I'm okay with I'll freedom of expression. I, I am the freedom biggest of boobies, pro- eh? I am the biggest proponent of uh, the First Amendment right, but we do have to have decorum there is such a thing as you know you have to match your nails okay <laughs> with your i don't know your shoes i don't know what what do girls match their nails with uh, i'm looking at all the girls nails here I what do you match anything oh. uh maybe they're maybe they're nails with their your nails don't even nails? match <laughs> maybe well, the, like the toenails That's, maybe the, manly, the petty. Sha- eyeshadow they don't match it with that oh sometimes i don't know i don't really do no. the matching thing <laughs> you don't you don't match them with your air jordans <laughs> oh, that's <No>. ratchet. <laughs> Never do. Okay, guys, moving on to the next story. I know all you guys listening on uh, on Tune Talk right now are dying to hear about the story about this study about your penis size and that size. Oh my gosh! Doesn't matter. <laughs> I know. You see, I knew you guys were holding your breath for it. Jose's all like, "Oh my gosh!" I hope they don't bring it up. <laughs> I, I, I know that you guys... Angel, we share the same intended. DNA, so don't... Pun don't. intended. <laughs> so uh, this study, that uh, which was um, uh, shows that women want one thing for flings and another thing for 
long relationships. Orale. So, That's a double standard. It's so girl, dude. So, <laughs> that is so girl, eh? So uh, for one night stands, size does matter, guys. But it's not the penis length that women are concerned about. It's the girth mm. that the study suggests. In the study, 41, uh, 41 women viewed and handled penises made on a 3D printer. The models were blue and ranged in size from four inches long and two and a half inches in girth to eight and a half inches long. They printed that out? They can make it. Yeah, in a 3D printer. Orale, can, so from four can I, inches. Can I print out Scarlett Johansson? No penises. She doesn't have one. Maybe her boobs or something. Um, So they they printed these out from four inches to eight and a half inches. They were asked to pitch which of the uh, 33 models that were printed out. 33? Yes. Like they they didn't have enough. Yeah, because there was range, you know? (laughs) Range. Uh, Not all of them are the same, Angel. They're different. Uh, So they asked them which one they would prefer. If you say so. Which one they would, oh, like you didn't know in the, what is it, in the in the gym bathrooms when they were slapping each other with the with, <laughs> with the, the wet, wet towel, yeah. I'm sure you noticed differences. I was too busy dodging the towel. Uh, for one night stands, women selected penis models with a slightly larger girth on average than those they selected for long-term relationships. But there was no difference in length between the schlongs. They preferred <laughs> for one-time partners versus they preferred for long-time partners. In either case, women tended to choose penises that were about six how and a they, half inches long. How did they come up to that... The, that, uh, that how did they come up with that? Like, oh, I can use this one for long term and this one for short term. I mean, because we know. I think did they did they test run it? I think. It has, I mean, you know, I think. I think, I think cause of women. Here's the deal. I think because of women's women's sex life. Nah, don't think I, I, there's okay. too many women here. Just don't. I'm mean, gonna say that <laughs> we're surrounded by women here. You can actually get a lot of feedback on your comments. Here's the deal. Jose. I really. Here's the deal. I think that women, for the most part, when it when it comes to the primal woman, they do like a large member on their man. The, a, a woman likes a man with uh, uh, with a tool belt that fixes things. And a woman likes a man who takes control. Okay, but they marry the guy that is going to pay the bills, is going to come home to them, who's going to provide the security. And and if it's okay, if it doesn't hurt that much, because those big guys can hurt. No comments yeah. on any of these women. Yeah. So, if it's going to be long term, Jack is on. Yeah. No, there's actual <laughs> there's actual studies about that with the larger penises, and uh, they, oh, Jack. they okay, good they one. They can cause cervical pain during intercourse ah. if the penis is too large. Okay. So there there is actual issues if you're too. Badonk, Badonk on your schlong. <laughs> they're, 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 uh, yeah. So they can cause actual cervical pain and <clears throat> cause issues to um, get pregnant. Julie Julie Contreras posted something on our wall. She says, the, the post says, women say that size doesn't matter, but I have yet to meet a woman that owns a three-inch cricket vibrator. <laughs> Whoa. There you go now. Anyways, we got to go. Jackie, thanks so much for the news and dirty laundry. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Every week, Jackie does it here from Telemundo and NBC. 
Stay tuned. We'll be back with the Patriot Pass Angels Chill Lounge. We're also going to be here with Frantic Ginger and a phone call with Survivor of last year's uh, mass shooting at Santa Monica and founder of the Foundline Foundation, Deborah Fine. We'll be right back. Direct TV Dish and AT&T u Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on Twin 
blogtalkcast.com. Also from the largest internet radio network in the world, that's live365.com. Look for Twin Talkcast Radio. What an awesome segment with uh, Jackie Casa. She always does our news and dirty laundry, and she really brought it today. Eh? She brought the kadonk on the chlunks. Well, she puts it better. <laughs> she puts it better than us, eh? But the schlong. Sometimes she brings the ta- oh, she brought the tatas too this time as well, huh? <laughs> Jackie always brings the good news. Um, yeah, we are. We broadcast every Tuesday night. We are indeed identical twins. Uh, we share the same DNA, and that's pretty much all we do. Through every week, we sh- we talk about what is topical. What is everyone talking about? <laughs> and we just by default, by default, we disagree because we had separate, uh, you know. Ah, man. Someone has to disagree with you, man. Because, you know, I think sometimes, uh, I really do think that sometimes people, because some people can bark louder or talk louder or talk faster or use three, four-syllable words and be well-versed in some kind of political way of looking or talking, that other people just... Sometimes, not that they don't want to talk, or maybe they don't feel like talking. They don't have the necessary, they don't have the urge to have to talk, like many people that do that. You know, but since you're here, someone's got to counter it, eh? Because there's there's another consciousness out there, eh? I don't know what you're saying, dude. Well, well... (laughs) They know. Anyway, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We want to invite you all to give us a chat on our Facebook wall at, at Twin Talk Show. Uh, leave your comments on there. A lot of people have been leaving comments about what we've talked about already. Uh, likes and what have you for Frantic Ginger, who is with us here tonight. Um, we'll be with them in a little while. But, you know, it was a year ago this week, Angel, when uh, in Santa Monica there was one of those, uh, another one of those mass shootings. And um, it occurred in, um, it started when this uh, gunman, I don't even want to say his name, uh, killed his son, uh-huh. I mean his, uh, his father and his brother, and then burned the house down. And as he was walking down the street, shooting people, made his way through uh, the Santa Monica College campus, shooting more people, he ended up killing several, one which was a husband and a, I mean a father and daughter. And uh, one of those victims, or shall we say, Survivors is um, Deborah Fine. She um, uh, was there, and I'll have her describe what happened that day. It was just an amazing thing that happened. And um, but anyway, she was there. She is now, as we know, a survivor, and because of that, she has started uh, what's called the Fine Line Foundation, which is a uh, advocacy uh, group. Also, writing a book about victims and uh, their ordeals and their lives after. And uh, so on and so forth. So with us right now on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel is Miss Deborah Fine. Miss Fine, can you hear us? Hi, guys. Yeah. Hi, Deborah. Thank you. Uh, thanks so much for being with us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Hi, Deborah. This is Angel. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. First of all, I met Mrs. Fine um, when during my day job. I shot an interview with um, NBC, and I got to tell you, I've shot a lot of interviews. Um, in my business, 20 years of doing this uh, with victims and survivors, and I found you, Miss Fine, to be very, very incredibly poised, uh, given the fact that you're enduring this, even as of recently as last week when you had an operation to take shrapnel from your body. How do you do it? 
Oh, I think that, you know, a year ago, I I was in a place where I was, I was just really strong and I was just myself. And before that, I had run a lot of companies and done a lot of other things. And I just took time off to be with my kids, to do some creative things. Like, you know, I write and you know, perform and, and all that. And so when I was in the car that day on June 7th of last year, and I made that turnaround corner and I saw the gunman, you know, full Kevlar vest and the mask and the rifle, and he, you know, is absolutely about to shoot two women. One was a neighbor that just came out, and the other he had carjacked. She pulled her car over. I... I wasn't trying to figure out how fast I could get to the next meeting. I didn't have anything on my mind other than what I was seeing there. And what I saw was people need help, needed help. And I saw a bully. And that's absolutely it. And, um, you know, just to be perfectly honest, I was bullied when I was young. Um, I grew up in the Midwest in a small town. And so I really have a thing about bullies and protecting people, even though I'm like, well, you saw how big I am, like 100 pounds. Very petite, yes. <laughs> um, 110, anyway. Um, but I do. I just have this reaction. And so I just so, dunked so, my car in because I thought let me let me Let me interrupt you here because I, I, I'd like sure. to, you to tell the, our listeners, what did you witness the gunman doing? And then how did you react? He had executed his father and his brother, although at the time I didn't know that. Right. Um, but you saw him doing, was, you know, you, in the midst of doing something, you reacted. What was he doing and how did you react? Hello? I think we might have lost uh, Deborah. We lost her. I don't know what but happened. fortunately, we didn't lose her last year when uh, this uh, horrific uh, thing happened in San, uh, Santa Monica, the uh, the mass shooting at one of the colleges it was it over was there. It was Santa Monica College. Hello, you've reached Deborah Fine. And, uh, leave a message. Oh, and no. she was, uh, apparent, obviously, she, well, well, what, she said what she I, was driving. I wanted her to describe what happened, but what was, what was reported was that she saw this gunman Trying to carjack another vehicle with a woman in it, trying to yank this woman oh, okay. out, and she re- and she reacted a lot like many people think they wish they would react by trying to stop this and uh, get his attention. Hello, I'm hi, so De- sorry, so sorry we got disconnected. It's okay, Deborah. So uh, I was just telling our listeners that you saw a woman in a vehicle in front of you being uh, an a- with an a- uh, this gunman attempting to pull her out of her vehicle. Is that correct? That's correct. And then I saw the neighbor walk out of her house, and so he turned his rifle on her. So it was, you know, at first I thought it might be um, someone from the SWAT team because um, President Obama was in town. But then it was so obvious um, that he was going to shoot the two of them that, you know, I just went right in between he and the two women. Amazing. he was... Scary. I mean, I don't think any of the movies do it justice as far as somebody who's really left their body, but there wasn't a bit of humanity at all standing there. 
and I was only 10 feet away from them. I was in my car, and he just turned his head, and he looked at me, and there were these, like, onyx, just flat, dead eyes, and with no expression at all, he just started shooting up my uh, my front window and um, ended up hitting me five times. Amazing. So, uh, Deborah, this is Angel. What uh, what you just mm-hmm. described? Did uh, give uh, give me some time. How uh, did it happen? Like in a matter of seconds? Uh, how long did that situation last from when you saw him to when you were uh, shot? It was so fast <laughs> because when I came around the corner, he was already aiming at them, and so in that split second. It was anger, you know, that this bully was going to hurt these women. So it was anger, not a second thought, and going right in between. And almost immediately started, uh, he looked at me. So he did hesitate maybe a couple of seconds, looked at me straight in the eyes, and then started shooting. So, so Deborah, have you ever ran some scenario like this in your mind? Because I know I do all the time. I, I think, what would I do, not necessarily in a shooting, but what would I do in a situation where... Perhaps there's a life-threatening situation. Would I cower? And I would hide? be. You know what? How I would, would I react? I would be checking my hair, eh? Because if I come out on the news <laughs> later on, you know, am I matching my nail polish? But I mean, I'm asking because um, you are a very petite woman, and um, I wouldn't. I'm sorry to say this, but I wouldn't consider you a threat to a man with a gun. And um, you acted so heroically. Have you ever? Put yourself in that scenario before, or did you just react? I I reacted, but I reacted because it had become the norm for me. And I know this sounds strange, but I've been in so many um, situations where I needed to stay very calm and get through the situation. Um, with my children and, you know, just other things that have happened that when I was much younger, I don't know, I I might not have gotten in between them. But at the time, sitting in that car, I had already been through so many things where I just had to step up, get it done, um, that I was almost trained to do that by that point. Amazing. Well, it's an amazing thing. You were shot five times, correct? Yes. And you have un- undergone surgery um, all year long, as recent as when I've met you, you had just been, uh, you had bandages on you. Mm-hmm. They just finished the, uh, the final one uh, three days before the year mark. I got to tell you something. It's amazing. Now, what happened to you has turned, you uh, has been, I guess, a, a catharsis or, or I don't know what you would call it. What would you call it? Because you've now started. Uh, <laughs> Cath- catharsis? <laughs> I'm sorry, Deborah. My brother has problems with three-syllable words. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> obscure words, eh? They're not only three syllables, but they're obscure, like casargis. Maybe from your that head. sounds like a growth, eh? Like doctor, I got this casargis right here, eh? Can you endoscopy or conostomy me or whatever? Anyway, casargis. <laughs> anyway, Deborah, you this did this. You now have started uh, with your husband the. Uh, Fine Line Foundation was this mm-hmm. uh, how it, what came from the Santa Monica shooting incident or tell us about that 
um, it was it was the thing that finally you know got me uh, to do it. But I've been um, working with teen girls and young adult girls for a couple of years now who've gone through trauma and um, or have addictions or things like that. And so I've, I've done a lot of volunteer work, and I was CEO of a nonprofit um, helping teens and that. So I I always wanted to you know start a foundation and give back. And after that happened, I thought I should not be alive. There is no reason that I should be alive after 40 bullets entered my car uh-huh. and hit me, and I'm the only one who survived, who who he shot, and. Um, knew it was absolutely time what car were you driving what car did you have (laughs) oh that would be a good car commercial they should be a sponsor no man i'm I'm sorry so so what a a small infinity okay so what does the fine line foundation do provides um resources mental physical financial for people who have been traumatized through you know violence so that um, that goes from domestic abuse and violence to you know to a shooting or you know homicide, um, and so the resources are put into different categories, and uh, we're going to be well. I'm going to be coming out with a book, I hope, in four or five months, and it's stories of people who you look at and you go, how in the world did they grow up in that? And rise to, you know, X. How did they do that? So, um, so your book has to do with uh, um, many stories of other survivors of traumatic yeah. experiences. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's about it's it's about not being a victim, but becoming a survivor. Well, if anyone has and, something to say about that, um, it's you. Uh, my brother wants. Why don't you ask Angel? Uh, Deborah, I, I, I'm sorry. There's rumors. Did you did you step on the gas and try to run this guy over? I did step on the gas, but I was going about 15 miles an hour. So uh, uh-huh. I actually, um, after he started shooting me, um, my car bashed into the tree, which uh-huh. he was standing next to. Uh huh. Wow. Wow. In Santa Monica, there's a lot of tree huggers. Were they angry at you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please, please let our listeners know where they can find the Fine Line Foundation. Let them know all your, you know, uh, your your social media, whatever you wanted to, to know about, or where to find you. Please. Sure. Uh, it's www.fineline. So, like my name, F I N E, and then line, like you're walking a straight line. FineLineFoundation.org. And please feel free, you know, for your listeners to post their stories or words of encouragement, um, or if they need help to, you know, leave a note on it for me. And if I can do anything at all to help, I would be more than happy to. Wow, that's fantastic. Is there, what's, what's one last thing you'd like to impart to our listeners? Anybody who may, uh, you know, find themselves in a traumatic experience, large or small, what, is there any sage advice you'd like to give them? Yes, um, I would say don't carry don't carry shame. Don't think, don't go into thinking that you're a victim and you are helpless. Realize it's just something that happened, and 
you aren't a victim. You don't need to carry the shame and help others. And step on the gas, eh? <laughs> Deborah, thank you so. This is Angel. I'm I'm really really happy when my brother told me you were going to be on on our show. I was I was looking forward to have you. And thank you so much. Thank you for doing what you're thank doing. Thank you guys. It's been, it was a okay. real real honor to meet you, Deborah. Thanks for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And we'll be right back with Frantic Ginger. <laughs> Twin talk with Jose and Angel. That's my brother talking when he's not supposed to. Hey, yeah, it's because I was looking at the picture behind the CD, but that's really my reflection. The CD he's talking about is Frantic Ginger, who's here with us in Theo Luis's garage. Right now, we're going to play one of their tracks from what's the name of the album, Angel? Inside Your Wasteland. And this track is called, what is it called? It's called Those Four Words.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. That was Tho- and I'm <laughs> and that's uh, Angel. Angel. And that's those four words by Frantic Ginger. I wonder what those four words are. I want you. Though that's three words. Go to hell. No. I want to put it in <laughs> the. Make sure you pull out. Oh, that's five words. Come caca. Come caca. That's four syllables. <laughs> Well, we'll ask them. We'll ask Frantic Ginger all about this CD and this song and uh, all that kind of stuff. And is it time, Jose? Introduce them. It's time. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Tasha Jones and Nikki Tedesco of Frantic Ginger. Shoo! <laughs> hey, you guys. Hi there. Yo. I want to make sure those mics work because I wasn't ready for you guys. To, I had them here. I dig the, okay, I dig right. the logo. Uh, Nikki, please say hello to everybody. Hello, everybody. It's Nikki from Frantic Ginger. And Yay. Tasha? Hello. Okay, that way you guys know who's who, but uh, you probably already see if you're are you, are you feigning a British accent, or is that real? Oh, it's fake. Oh, it's <laughs> really good. She's faking it. Farjun ice holes. Them Farjun ice holes. Well, let me tell you something. Um, cool song. Uh, reminds me of the Runaways, and cool. but, but up-tempo and brings yeah. it back. Really cool, man. Thank you. I'm digging the the artwork on this. Yes. It, uh, the album is called Inside Your Wasteland, and yes. it it, it, it kind of depicts a, a someone of a wasteful land. Uh, exactly. It, what tell, is there? Is that on purpose? Yeah. What digs? Yeah. And first of all, I want to give a shout out to the um, person that did the artwork, which is Alex Guadagnoli, and he's awesome. You rock, Holmes. Yeah, he did some cool artwork for me. I just explained it to him, and he was able to do it. Anyway, um, so yeah, it's really, it's really about us and where we're living right now. Even though in the picture it looks really extreme, but really that's where we are, and and it's just kind of hidden, you know. Mm-hmm. All of the environmental waste and everything that's going on, My, like the, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. I interrupted you. So the, there's this thing called the Pacific Garbage Passion. When I learned about it, I just started crying. I was really upset. I know. I'm a tree hugger, but I took the quiz. I'm, I'm still a punk. <laughs> I'm still a punk. So there's a bunch of Garbage Patch kids there or what? <laughs> yeah. They've all flowed into the ocean. No, there's this area in the ocean where all the currents, it's a gyre that kind of collects together. Oh. And there's these misleading pictures on the internet of a completely different bay that has trash and the guy in the kayak going through the trash. And oh. that's not really it at all. But, but it I, is very toxic. But I heard it's bigger than the state of Texas or as big as Texas. Or it's twice the size of the U.S. Holy yeah, moly. It's real really? Big. Well, uh, uh, if my, I guess my brother's going to take a picture and post this. Uh, but it's a photograph and it's, uh, it depicts a lovely young redheaded girl who's crying and behind her there's a wasteland to her left and and then to her right, there's a mushroom cloud. Yeah, she's pretty upset. Yeah, she's upset she's about the wasteland. She's pretty sad. So the, the, <laughs> so the, the theme is basically a garbage thing or? It's just kind of where we're living. Like, um, if you listen to the music, it's it's kind of pissed. Can I say that? We're kind of yes, pissed yes, off. Yes. This, is, this is our radio <laughs> it's show. Got, okay, awesome. It's got a lot of just attitude. Just don't start breastfeeding right now. There's <laughs> <Okay. laughs> decorum. <laughs> I thought this was a sanctuary. <laughs> That's right. You said I'm it kidding. was a boob sanctuary. I'm kidding. You're right. So, um, yeah, it's really just because I'm pissed about it, and that was the theme I wanted to go with because I feel like nobody it, – it's just kind of hidden from us, and I've had so much cancer that I've had to deal with and so many things that we don't, you know, we don't see the results until it's too late. 
So, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm not like a environmental activist or anything. I just figured if I'm going to make an album cover instead of put my face on it, you know. Well, it's a cool album cover. So uh, those four words, what is that about? That's actually about Martin Luther King. So those four words are, I have Have a a dream. Oh, nice. (laughs) Cool, 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 cool. Wow. Yeah. um, And can I tell you something about that? And then we got to talk to Tasha. Um, (laughs) I decided I need to, I need to write a song that's actually happy. Uh-huh. Because all my songs are kind of depressing and sad and mad and pissed. So I wrote that song and I thought I was writing a happy song. And then my friend goes, you know, he was assassinated and it's a pretty tragic story. And I was like, I can't get away from it. Okay, Tasha. No, but, no, but a lot cool. of great came about. But he, of, yeah. he lives. Yeah. He, he lives. Those four words. Exactly. Everybody, they don't might not remember anything about that speech, but they remember those, those four, four words. words. Exactly. Nice. We want to get to Tasha, but uh, we have a question from by one of our listeners. Billy wants to know, is the CD available nationwide? Yes, Billy, you can get it. I mean, I'm not making fun of you, Billy. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I just, it sounded funny. I didn't mean it. Billy's a cool um, guy. <laughs> yeah. It's coming out on Friday the 13th, yeah. this Friday, and you can get it everywhere on iTunes and CD Baby and awesome. Amazon and Interpunks and everywhere. So and Tasha, who's Tasha? Tasha? Tasha Jones. I dig your hair. I like yours more. I like yours more. No, I like yours more. A couple of dreadheads here giving each other love. So uh, what, uh, what position do you play? I'm thinking I'm baseball here. <laughs> <laughs> and you're um, obviously one of the musicians. Uh, what do you play? You sing too, as well. I will. Awesome. <laughs> I'm a dr- I'm a drummer. Awesome, a drummer, drummer chick with dregs, dregs, dreads. <laughs> the dregs society. <laughs> dreads. I, I'm sorry. I, I saw a video that Nikki shared on Facebook where you're rocking some Zeppelin song, and Jose she kicks ass, eh? Awesome. She rocks it, eh? You were in, you're from Indiana. Yes. I was reading your bio, so I'll just go ahead and do the interview for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been here? Uh, it'll be six years on my birthday, which is on June twenty second. Oh, okay. It's coming it's up. Coming up. Birthday. Coming up. Cancel. Where's the Cancel. party? Let all the listeners know. In my Friday the third. <laughs> I'm gonna watch Everybody Loves Raymond probably. Awesome. <laughs> Maybe we'll celebrate at the Rainbow. At the Rainbow. Oh, okay. right when on. we play every Wednesday night, ten thirty to one thirty. There you go. Yeah. So how long you been, how long have you been playing drums? There was a big gap, but I started at three. Wow. There was quite a quite a large gap though between I don't know. Uh-huh. Uh, I got very intense with it though around sixth grade. Hmm. Uh, I was eleven. And I read in your bio that you were in a band where you guys like you 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 help lead them into like three battle of the bands. Winning oh, championships yeah. and shit. But why did you come out here? I mean, what brought you down here to the U.S.? I mean, to <laughs> <laughs> the east side, the west side. <laughs> W.S. My bad. It's because of that English accent. Eh? America. <laughs> America. America. <laughs> what brought you over here? Uh, I mean, well, you, you were rocking in the end. theme. Yeah. I have a dream. Huh? <laughs> yeah. The I rock mean, and roll dream. As much as I love Indiana, mm-hmm. and we'll always say, you know, that's that's my home. Mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of area to succeed with how I would want to succeed. Uh-huh. As a drummer. Well, I'm, I'm listening to the tracks um, that, that we downloaded, which I couldn't find. So thank goodness you brought 
the CD. Yeah. Tasha is really inspirational, actually, because I read um, something she said. She says, I want to become a household name. I was like, yeah, Tasha. I, I don't think you could do that if you're in And Indiana. how did you guys meet? Did you like... Did you put like auditions out there or did you guys run into each other at the local pub? What was it? A friend of Ginger was holding auditions, so I stalked her on the internet for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was joked that I stalked her, but really uh-huh. I was just doing my research, uh-huh. just trying to find out how awesome she was. And, um, and I knew from minute one that she was the right girl, mm-hmm. but I was like, you know, let me just try out a couple girls. Mm-hmm. And um, like I've, I filmed the audition and... You can see, like, the minute she comes in, like, I just light up. And so you can tell, like, I'm just, I knew it. Like, from second one, she was the girl. Right on. Yeah. Wow. And you guys just did a animated short? Yeah, actually, um, there's a few songs that we provided for. um, I actually worked mostly on them and with James Paris um, is producing it. And um, it's starring LeVar Burton, Daryl Hannah, and Michael Madsen, and oh. it's a it's animated. So, basically, all the music on there is it's under Nikki Tedesco, but you know it's all we're a family now. Uh-huh. So I really want to include us like as a band. I don't just want to be a solo performer anymore. And since we were talking about auditions, do you have a third person right now in your we band? We lost our guitarist because she's really awesome, but she lives far and she's really busy and. Um, so we are auditioning guitarists. Is she breastfeeding or what? I think she might be double breastfeeding. Right now. I don't know. And, and measuring penises. I, I'm not sure. No, really. I love her. She was awesome. Um, so, but yeah, we're auditioning guitarists. So if anybody's interested, then I'll stalk you on the internet. Just let me know your name. Are we going <laughs> to start stalking you? Are we going to play another song? We should play another song and we run out of time because we have the uh, Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass coming at 9.05. But... Um, the track we got here lined up is called Suicide Note. Tell us about I that. Like it. Awesome. And just another note, don't forget to come see us every Wednesday at the Rainbow. We're the house band, and we're going to start doing some Friend of Ginger songs. We also do covers. It's a fun night. It's a great night. Come out 1030. The Rainbow? You're the house band? Yep. Awesome. Upstairs. There awesome. is music upstairs. Awesome. Um, so I love yeah. it when girls rock. I love watching girls rock. You guys rock. Yeah. We I do rock. It. And you know what? Tasha's really fun to watch. She's super, like, drummers are, sorry, drummers, but I'm just going to say it. You guys are boring to watch. So, there's drummers, I mean, unless you're exciting, I you're boring. You. I, there's drummers, yeah. and then there's Tasha. Yeah. Tasha exactly. Jones. I got you. So, watching her is just incredible. You guys got to come out and see her. Tasha, uh-huh. spell your name. T O S H A. I figured there yeah. was something about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tasha. Are the dreads all over the place? Are you oh, theatrical? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Was that important to you when you played? Obviously, music, mus- the music's important, but was it important to be theatrical as well? Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean, I don't want people falling asleep on mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. But, of the, course... Not the wrong people, at least. <laughs> <laughs> keep the beat first, but yes. Awesome. She's like a freaking metronome, but um, but the awesome. the movements kind of enhance what she's playing, so it's really like a visual and an audio experience. Awesome. So come see it. And you're releasing the CD everywhere on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th, <laughs> yeah. Why then? Usually they drop on Tuesdays. Tuesday. I know, but you know what? Like you said, it's your radio show. It's our record, right. so we decided to do whatever the hell right we on. wanted. Yeah. Right on. And I thought the 13th sounded cool. But we are having a CD release party on the 17th, Toxic Tuesdays at the Velvet Margarita in Hollywood. And you were asking what this song is about, and I yes. really want to tell you because it's really... It's not as morbid as it seems by the third verse. Right. Anyway, um, it's about... Like if somebody was going to 
commit suicide and then they write a suicide note and then nobody finds it. Oh. Nobody <laughs> ever finds it. So it's completely tragic. It's another it's another uplifting tale from Frantic Ginger. But by the third verse, then you just then it then it brings you back to like you just can't be feeling sorry for yourself. So don't even think about that kind of crap. So if they're not gonna find it, might as well even commit suicide. Yeah, don't even do it, because what's the point? They might not even find your note. Yeah, or you. <laughs> <laughs> so this is from Inside Your Wasteland. The name of that track is Suicide Note. The name of the band is Frantic Ginger. today listen to twin talk with jose and angel tuesdays at 7 p.m kick back and listen
thrive in a space of nothing. Sometimes we bring too much to a situation. Preconceived notions, assumptions, or prejudices, prejudices like, he broke my heart. All men are cheaters. I'm not good enough for this because, etc., etc. We simply hang on to a hurt and let it arise at the sight of anything resembling the original cause of the hurt. Even the posture of trying to convince ourselves with positive thinking techniques can give credence to the opposite. These notions fill our canvas of life before we can even paint it. So in essence, they live our life for us. Consider this. Thrive in a space of nothing. Bring nothing to a situation but an open, clear canvas to paint. Decide what or how you want to live your life and paint it. And be it and love it. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Out. Shoo! And we want to thank you for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel once again. We do it every uh, Tuesday night on TwinTalkCast.com from Theo Luis's Garage. Because Tuesdays is Twins Days. And we also do it out of Live365.com. Just look for Twin Talk Cast Radio. And if you want to catch up on any of the older ones... Previous podcast. Go That's to, my brother because he's the older one, eh? Go to twintalkcast.com. <laughs> you could also click the subscribe button under previous podcasts and subscribe. It'll be downloaded to your favorite device, whether it's battery. Or go to iTunes because we're or iTunes. Yeah, put it on your gadget. Please put us it. on your gadget. We want to thank our guest, Deborah Fine from the Fine Line Foundation, survivor and victims advocate. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Also, Tasha Jones and Nikki Tedesco of Frantic Ginger. Hey, thank you so much for having us. Hey, where's your CD? When is your CD release party and where? Um, June 17th, Tuesday at Velvet Margarita in Hollywood. Ah. Yeah. I like like a girl that can beat the skins, you know what I'm saying? And every every Wednesday at the Rainbow Room upstairs, CD comes out on Friday the 13th. Yes. We got to go Wednesday. It's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, you guys should come. It's really fun. Tomorrow night, meet the twins. Yes. Oh, it's a jam session. You do you guys want to sing a song or I could totally I could bring my gym bass. Sing some Jimmy. Do not, do not get my brother up there. Please. I'll bring my gym bass. <laughs> do not get my brother up there. But come on down jam session with Frantic Ginger uh, and Ginger, not Ginger. I said Ginger. <laughs> ginger like the drink. I said Ginger. Anyway, stay tuned also at 9.05, oh shoot, we're a little behind, but right after us, Tales from the Sunset Strip with Willie Bass tonight. Check him out. And thanks so much for listening. We'll check you out next week. Good night. Shoo!